people what's going on back and um i'm gonna get into a topic that's a little bit touchy this time so i'm gonna need y'all to bear with me uh, at least try to listen to the whole thing out before you make your opinions on what i'm saying and if i'm on the right track or not right now it seems like we're in the middle of a culture war which if you ask me, we've been in the middle of for generations, but it, people seem to think it's getting worse. It's not really getting worse to me, honestly. I think it's the same. I think I still think nothing's ever really changed. I think the difference is now, especially with social media and everything, people are a little bit more inclined to say what they want to say, get their point across, and not be too concerned with who think what that being said let me um i want to i want to start this off by talking about a little personal experience so um i went to the doctor a week ago a couple of weeks ago actually and um you i, you, I go in and you know i i hear it all the time on tv about how black people are treated different when we, it comes to medica- medical care, uh, just like with a uh, prescription. That's why there's so many more white people um, hooked on opioids and stuff than black people because black people have a harder time getting that type of treatment or getting things that uh, are usually deemed too good for black folk the way I like to say it. But anyway, so I go in and um from the from the very beginning I, I could tell that she wasn't really trying to listen to anything I was saying and when it all said and done, it's like I, I'm deciding to change doctors because the doctor can't help you if they don't believe you're in pain. And it dawned on me that that is what I believe white privilege is. And if you bear with me, I, I, I'll give it to you. So I, I didn't, I, I, I kind of had in my mind that I was going to be treated badly, but I, I, I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt and my concerns was justified. And I think what white privilege Affords people and the reason, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Wait a minute, let me back up a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna explain why I say this. I was telling this, I was having this conversation, the same conversation with a friend of mine who just happened to be Caucasian, and when I was telling him what was going on, he was telling me how, man, you should have done this, and man, you should have done that, and y'all can, you know, and they can't do that. They should have gave you this and that, and, and I think that's when it dawned on me what real real white privilege is. It's the expectations of satisfaction. Yeah, you, you get what I mean? It's the expectation, because see, they, you, they go into the, even, even when they call the police, like if they make a phone call and call the police, Okay, so you you go you call the police. When the police come, if you're white, you you expect them to do something. You expect them to arrest somebody or do somebody. You know what I'm saying? Take somebody to jail or, or something. Black people, we we don't look at it that way. We we that's why we very rarely call the police. We we don't call the police because 
we think that it's going to end badly. And I think that is what real, real white privilege is. I think they've had the benefit of having their wishes granted for so long, they don't even notice it anymore. I'm going to tell you what, I notice it. I notice it. I, it's just it's all in their conversation. That they're, they're when when things are not fair, they speak up. And and as black people, you know we we've never we've never really been uh, able to even even if we know even when we know we're getting. Let's, for a better word, screwed over. Even when we know that we're getting screwed over, it, it doesn't really matter to us. We it's what we expect, and 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 of course, all of this, all of this falls back on slavery. You know, it, it, even with even with working, even with the way we work. You know, it's if if a black person, a black especially a black male. Don't want to work, man. You lazy, bum, blah, blah, blah. You need to get this, and and they got us in there. It, it, a, a black man. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, me personally, I'm a hard worker. I work. I put it. I get it in. I get it in. I, I'm not gonna say my exact age, but well, it doesn't matter. But I, I've worked over thirty years of my life, you know, and so I, I I'm not afraid of hard work. I I haven't been out of work. For a whole year since I've started working, if you if you tally up all of the year, all of the time that I've missed, or I've been unemployed, or or something like that, or have to take an extended leave of absence for work, it it wouldn't even it wouldn't even tally up to a whole year. So I'm not afraid of work. It's, it, that's not the point. It's the point of the expectations and of and the. The mean way people treat you if you can't work or if you don't work, and as black people, I I, I get it. It, it. it was from slavery. See, back then, if you wasn't a hard worker, you you more than likely won't gonna be around long. And I don't mean they're gonna fire you. I mean they're gonna kill you. So we we couldn't when our parents was coming up or our grandparents was coming up. It was always no you 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 need the hard you need to be a hard worker. You need to outwork the other everybody else and stuff because your life could literally be on the line. And I think that we haven't got out of that mindset that it takes hard work. Let me tell you something, people. It doesn't really take hard work to be to be successful. It, it takes it takes. The right work, it, it takes, you know, creativity and, and other things, but it doesn't always have to be back-breaking labor. And I think that's where we're stuck at. We're stuck in the mindset that it takes back-breaking labor for us to be looked at as worthwhile. Look, we are some of the most creative people on this planet. We, we've created and built and made some of the most ingenious things that this country has ever seen. And a lot of the times it was because 
we was trying to work smarter and not harder. And I think our creativity and our ingenuity is being stifled because no one wants to let us progress. I think that's the general, well, I should say main reason why we have so much animosity in this country. Um, and everything is starting to boil over. Just recently, I mean, what, we had the mass shooting and what was that? Uh, I think it was Baltimore, you know, 10 black people get killed one day, then a couple, that, uh, what, what, it wasn't even a week later, then someone goes in to shoot up a school full of elementary school kids. I mean, what what is what is we doing, people? I mean, what what is what is going on? And it's all because no one no one can get along. It's just it's just the plain fact. And look, everybody, we don't have to. You know, is is one thing I, I always say. I said I I probably said too much. You can't make people like you. All you can do is make people hate you. You know and. People, when you when you talk to people, you got to keep stuff like that in mind because everyone's not gonna get along. So now it's getting to a point where you can't go anywhere without somebody pulling out an AR-15, and then and, and, and oh, and, and while I'm on that, and let me get to that real quick before I let y'all go, and um. Then you, you get the politicians on TV and they're telling you, you know, we're, we're going to pass this law, pass that law, and we can't do anything. Look, let me tell you something, people. It's a very simple solution to this whole gun issue. It, it, I, it's At least it's simple to me, and I think it's so simple. No one think about it. It's not the guns. If they want to have guns, let them have. Let them have all the guns they want. Just tax the hell out of the gunpowder. That's all you got to do. Now, this guy, yeah, he went into the store and brought two AR-15s in two days, but in a couple of days, but he had over 300 and something rounds of ammunition. Who, who needs that much ammunition? That much? How, you know, it, it's too cheap. It's, it's way too cheap. It's too easy. Any real gun enthusiast, if, if you're if you're just doing it for if you're if you're a real hunter or or you go out to the range yourself, you should be willing to spend a little bit extra more for ammo. If you want to keep if you want to keep these these schools safe and these people safe and be willing to spend more for ammo. Ammo shouldn't be so cheap. It shouldn't be so cheap. If somebody had to spend a lot more, if just tax the gunpowder, just tax, just tax the gunpowder. You don't even have to mess with the ammo itself. Just the, the, by the box, just tax the gunpowder. You get too expensive. Let people make. If if people make, it's people that can make their own shells. If you if you are that serious about what you're talking about, you should be able to do it. You should be willing, just like any other hobby. You should be willing to kick out the money to do it. But as long as it's so cheap, we're going to keep having the same thing. I don't care how many guns he had. If he didn't have any ammo, every last one of those kids would have walked out of that, yeah, that school. 
So I, I just I, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that because I'm running out. I'm running out of my my a lot of time. What I allot myself for time because I like to keep these shorts. But just if if you don't take anything else away from what I was saying, just, just think about that. Think about how simple that would be if they just did something about the ammo. I, I'm gonna leave it at that. Peace out.